What is up, world? This is Cam coming at you with Shepherds of Men. Pumped to be with you today here with my brothers, JP, Wilson, and O. And we have never been more excited about having a chance to share with you. Fantastic topic. Um, pumped about what's been going on in 2020. Glad to be back with you. For our continued listeners, we appreciate you uh, tuning in again. For those of you that are brand new, we appreciate you showing up and checking this out. We know it's going to impact you uh, today and long term. And uh, we just ask that you share it with somebody. We know there's going to be value added. Uh, we don't say that in an arrogant way. We just understand that uh, this is something we've been called to do. And we're going to talk a lot about that purpose tonight, uh, today, whatever time you might be listening to this. And uh, we understand that that value can be shared with other people around you. So we normally preface with a little bit of a disclaimer. I'm going to kind of skip over that. We do understand that, I mean, we are pro-truth. We are bold. We are confident. We are uh, not shying away from things we believe. I don't know that you should really have a podcast if you do shy away from things. Um, there's not really much else to do on a podcast other than to talk. Um, so I don't know what you would say if you don't say what you believe. So if this is not necessarily your um, cup of tea or this is not you know something that rubs you the right way, that is totally okay. We're great with it. We're not trying to rub everybody the right way. We're all happily married. Um, we just want to get some things out there, maybe that you haven't heard before, maybe that you just needed to hear again. And I want to, I want to preface with something, and this is just, this is not for everybody. I get it, but I'm a believer. And I was doing some reading this morning in the book of uh, Philemon. How did we say Philemus. it? No, that's not it. Philemon. 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 Whatever it is, it was chapter <laughs> one, which is the only chapter in the verse or in the book. And uh, again, if you're not a Bible reader, it's okay. Don't let that mess you up from hearing the message. Uh, it's uh, verse eight. It says, I am bold enough in Christ to command you to do what is required. Yet for love's sake, I prefer to appeal to you. And in my mind, that is the vision of shepherds of men. We are bold enough. We are confident enough to just tell you that you might be wrong. But what we'd rather do is not be combative. We'd rather just have a conversation as a grown man and tell you some things that maybe could help you, you know, and we're open to hearing some things that you might believe too. Doesn't mean we're going to take that on. It just means that we're adults. So as we get rolling into things, I want to just have everybody say hello real quick as we get things kicked off. So if y'all want to start off, JP, you want to kick off, say something to the folks out there listening to us? Yeah. Uh, what's up, man? JP here. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm kicking ass. Uh, getting my ass kicked. Man, I forgot, dude. I know it's – I'm only, what, a little bit less than four years removed uh, from doing the newborn stage, but – Nash Nash is a month old today. We mm. went we went to the doctor to check up. Yeah, it's crazy. Month old today. Really keep him alive for a whole month. Uh, I can't, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, very very Big little degree. of that had to do with me. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, Seriously. dude, he gained uh, three pounds seven ounces. So yeah, he's fat and happy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, man, it's just gosh, it's it's all it's all all over again, man. Uh, learning how how much sleep that you can operate on. So you know, three, four hours a night and, uh, and then up and up and working. So, uh, but I've, I've never been the type to let anything hold me back from, uh, what I'm, I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to accomplish. Uh, you know, lack of sleep, you won't die. You'll just fall asleep. That's right. So, uh, it's not all that dangerous unless you're eating soup or behind the um, wheel. And then you could probably drown. Uh, <laughs> or if you use a lot of milk in your cereal. Or, or if you put a lot of milk in your oh cereal. Gosh, man. Yeah. You got to do that. Are you guys milk drinkers? Like when you get done with the cereal? Mm, that's uh, depends like the on the cereal. Yeah, it absolutely depends. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, that's a, that's a, that's a yes. no-brainer. I mean, that's like yeah. cinnamon crack crunch. I do that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually take the cinnamon toast crunch out, throw it away. Just throw it in the garbage. And, and then, no, pour it back into the jug. So I have a whole milk oh. jug of cinnamon toast <laughs> Smart. Yeah. You guys don't? 
Is it just me? I think I, the real important question is, do you guys pour the milk in before the cereal or the cereal and then the milk? No, the, the, cereal, cereal, the cereal, then the milk, because if you want to get all the goody off of the cereal, you got to let it wash down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You're all normal people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, well, some people say that you put the milk in, then you put the cereal on top, so the cereal's still crunchy. But if you've mm-hmm. ever eaten Captain They're Crunch wrong. and like the the stitches that you have to get in your mouth after right you Captain Crunch, right. you gotta, yeah. it shreds it up. You let, yeah, yeah. I've, I've done that. What you were talking about, putting the milk first and then the cereal. It's just weird. Yeah, get out. Yeah, it's weird. Get out. <laughs> I tried it once because Why don't I was you just thinking eat it out of the box. The, the concept <laughs> yeah. there was okay. I, I always run out of milk and I want more cereal, no, so I figured to fill it up uh, further fill in my cereal when I needed it or whatever, but it just, it, it's, just it's different. You know, yeah, so how, how problems is you just keep the box and the milk out and you just keep putting in whatever yeah, you're short of. Yeah. So that's well, my problem. I don't like warm milk. Well, Wilson, if you don't want to run out of milk, uh, just eat your cereal with a fork. And to the next person. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay. So Pro we got off track with, there. That took a couple minutes. <laughs> Pro strats with JP. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. So that you were saying something nice. about something about drowning. Uh, oh, for lack oh, of sleep. Oh, yeah, lack of sleep. Yeah, yeah. No, but uh, no, but it's been good, man. I started uh, started uh, meal prepping, doing some stuff to to kind of cut down. Lost ten pounds um, I, over the past few weeks. Uh, wow. Just started meal prepping this week. Uh, my workouts have that changed. Like, that wasn't like mostly muscle or anything, was it? Probably, yeah. Probably <laughs> a little bit of muscle. Uh, no, but I started doing like a lot of these AMRAP, um, you know, um, every minute on the minute kind of stuff. A lot of these CrossFit workouts and stuff like that. And uh, a little bit more endurance, a little bit like total body workout stuff and everything. And I'm telling you, dude, I stay hungry. Oh, stay yeah. Stay hungry, man. Uh, so, but my, my BMR is uh, roughly 2,500. That sounds good. So, yeah, well, I burned roughly 2,500 calories in a rest day. Okay. okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's so pretty it's, good. Yeah. That's it's like a whole whopper. Yeah. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a blooming onion. That's right. <laughs> no, that's that a that touch of blooming onion. Yeah. <laughs> so, for those who are not educated on this, what is that a good stat or is it a bad stat? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stat? So, a lot of people, so they say everything's based on a 200, 2,000 calorie diet. Okay. Uh, right. So, basically, what that oh, says so is what yeah. you burn as you rest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, if I go and I, I run and work out and stuff, and let's say that during my run and my workout, I burn a combined 1,000 calories, which is usually pretty good. I burn the 2,500 calories just by being alive and breathing. And then I burn the other 1,000 calories on top of that by working out stuff like that. So I burn 3,500 calories. So if I take in 3,000, I lose weight. Right. My body has to use fat. To, you know, so now that we've got that lesson. But no, it's cool. Good good exercise. Really, it's just a mental thing for me. So for yep. me, it's just to switch it up a little bit, You know, shock the system. Mm-hmm. You get too comfortable. We've talked about that plenty of times before. It's time to take another step up the staircase. So yeah. uh, just another step. Yeah. Well, for the listeners' edification, I, I showed up tonight and Josh is like literally working out. I'm like, dude, don't, don't. I mean, seriously, like we're about to record and you're out here getting one in. Like, <laughs> is that just your way of, of you know flopping it out? Oh, it was absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I knew you guys were coming, so I was yeah. like, you know what, Dean, I got to get out there and I got to go work out. I, you know, I love it though. I, I mean, ser- sincerely, like it, it bugs me only because it's like, I mean, we stretch each other, which is why we're here. Yeah, know? no, I mean, it worked out that way, but it was it was definitely not not for that. It was I had full work day today. Uh, baby doctor um and then uh you know a, a road trip that we had to take earlier and stuff so uh three kids is slightly different than two so now it's the it's schedule's gotten slightly busier so it's, it's i got about a, one more kid it, no. it, it is it's essentially like having one more child yeah, uh, yeah but it's not but no. it's not as <laughs> much as i would love to say i'm the only one in the room that can relate right now and i get it dude. <laughs> it's not the same it is, it is pretty it's just one more it is it is pretty wild, but uh, but yeah, just just great, yeah. dude. I, I'm I am so freaking blessed, man. I have nothing to complain about. That's awesome. What about you, Wilson? 
Yeah, man. Uh, just a productive week. Uh, moving forward in 2020, man, I just, I don't know, something coming into it just made, I had the feeling of just this is going to be, and, and I'm really pumped about seeing where God's going to lead us, what he's going to do with us. Um, and just, yeah, I get I get the lack of sleep, though. But uh, my lack of sleep since Christmas has not been about that. It's been about a Nintendo Switch and some games that I've been uh, addicted to. <laughs> Holy frick. Wow. I like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm cheating on myself. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> I, I, I literally no, my 14 year old got, got one of those too no wait a minute i got it no no, no i, no, I bought this first my son because he likes watching us he used to like watching us play like a wii yeah and uh, i was like well that's a great idea because this wii was like it's old so i was like let's get something a little bit more it's nicer old. you know digital whatever it's totally for us ashley's got a game she's hooked on i got a game that i'm hooked on and we literally have played probably till two or three o'clock in the morning wake up go work do the same thing and just do it over again. It's so we fun. get now. Listen. So I hit Wilson up because Wilson's always talking trash, right? Oh, you didn't invite me to work out. You didn't invite me to work out. So I've I've invited him four times. Um, he's made it one out of four. So that's twenty five percent. That's pretty good. Um, not, but no, not no, no. All right. All right. I mean, for my defense, though, for those, those who are listening, because there's a lot of people that don't know. <laughs> all right. He invites me 30 minutes before he goes to work out. Maybe he he might give me an hour. And he was very preoccupied with the Nintendo Switch. No, so no, he's no. more noticed than that. So the lie detector test says <laughs> that's a lie. Uh, but anyways, uh, but no, no, for real, this is this is funny. And this is cool. Now, he came. Now, this is why I respect uh, why I respect him. I, I'm talking to him on the phone. I'm like, okay, so we're going to go over there. And, and I gave you well, well warning there. Oh, yeah. It was probably four or five hours before I went, but... Um, and like, I made it. Yeah, and he did. He came, and I was like, "So we'll we'll meet it this time or whatever." So on the way over there, did he you give him the half me. hour cushion? He got no. He got there before me. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he got there before me. So uh, you know, I got there like right on time, and, and and he calls me, and I'm driving down the road literally, and he's like, he's like, "Hey, so um, it's all locked up," and I was like, "It's all locked up because we we go over to one of the high schools and go to the run the stadiums over there and stuff." And I was like, "It's not locked up, dude. They just hang the chain there to make it look like it." And he was like, "You could you could tell there was like." A little bit of oh shit. So he goes, he goes over there, and he's like, oh damn, okay, it is. He's gonna be honest with you, man. Uh, you know that Nintendo Switch, man. I've I got addicted to that game that I'm playing and stuff like that. And man, me and me and me and uh, Ashley decided we were gonna stay up last night and, and play some of the games and stuff like that. And seven o'clock this morning, I finally went to sleep. I was like, oh my god, it is a problem. That is a problem. It is a problem. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I'm I don't not get really addicted. Fully to, confident we should be telling playing? people to Legend, do anything. Uh, not Breath of Zelda Wild. is on this one. Breath of the Wild yeah. for me, and then Ashley's got this Harry Potter one. She was wow. Loves it. So yeah. Anyway, All right. So for those of you that tuned in to learn how to personally grow, <laughs> that ain't it. <laughs> yeah, that, that ain't, ain't it. it. Hey, yeah. now, hey, now I haven't lacked off, uh, slacked off. I still do what I got to do, even though I make those decisions and stay up until seven o'clock in the slept. morning. <laughs> I, I don't. Hey, you don't have to have sleep. I mean, that's a proven fact. I mean, you can go four, five, six days without sleep, and you're okay. You'll fall asleep eventually, and you'll get and, you kept, and you'll get caught up. Yeah, while you're driving, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. So something a good segue into that though is I talked to you know I took my entire team out to dinner to start the uh, start the new off a year off right rather. We went to Drake's, one of the best restaurants. Oh ever. yeah. And um, their little uh, sliders, man. Those things are so good. Yeah. Dude, they're so you know that to rent that back room is about five grand. No joke. Yep. Okay. They don't take reservations, and to rent the back room is five thousand dollars. Now, if you get there late enough and no one else is there, you don't have to rent it out. It's just yours, right? right. So, but yeah. <laughs> yep. So uh, we ended up getting a couple tables together uh, where we could do something like that, and uh, but it was cool because I had one of my guys that just got started, someone that you probably get along with. His name's Cody Mackey, uh, bodybuilder stuff like that. Jughead. Not real smart. No, no. He wears small shirts too. Yeah, yeah, Cody, Cody's, Cody's sharp. Cody's definitely sharp. He's a 
Oh, I'll definitely get. That's why I brought him on. And, and just the and, and just from knowing you was one of the biggest reasons I brought him on because the mindset is very similar. The, the personal discipline, um, the persistence that, that he shows in his personal life. If, if he can transfer that to business, he'll be killer. Yep. So I brought him on, and we got to talking about um, just new year, goals for the new year, not ne- necessarily resolutions. He kind of a lot. Everyone on my team agreed with me when I was like, I don't really like resolutions. They're like, Yeah, I hate that word. Yeah. Um, but I love setting goals. I was like, Perfect, man. You'll, you're hired. <laughs> so right. I don't need yeah, resolutions. I'm going to yeah. tell you what we're going to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he was talking about, he's like, man, when, when I don't have, when I'm not training for competition, he said, um, I sleep in, I hit snooze button. He goes, but when I'm, when I'm training, he goes, I'm up, it's on a dime. Boom. I'm in, you know, he said, and, and after I finish or whatever, after the show, he goes months after that, I still get up on a dime. Mm. He goes, but eventually I started hitting that snooze button. So I said, okay, what are you doing this year to, to not hit the snooze button? That, the proverbial snooze button. You know, what are you doing in business? What are you doing outside of the gym to not hit that snooze button on that stuff? And we got to talking about that. He said, man, that's a really good way to, to, to look at it. I said, yeah, man, because we, we, we've already talked about the voices and everything. But essentially, every time you, you make that decision against yourself to not do something, you're at a snooze button. Yep. You know, not get up and run, not make your bed, you know, not brush your teeth. You lose your teeth eventually. But it was cool. It was, just, it was a phenomenal. Like everyone tuned in. Yep. It was. It was even cooler though. Is that when when I took the team out, it wasn't very. It wasn't clicky. Like a lot of business, you like like a group of guys over here, a group of guys over here. Everyone who sat at the table who got there on time, the people who didn't get there on time, they had to sit at different places. It's just how it is. You know, it sucks to suck. I guess get there on time, you can see the table. It sucks to um, suck. Another freaking T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's um, that was a little more brutal. Only only some people on the team can handle it, but. Um, but the biggest thing is you get there on time and everything, but everyone was so engrossed in, in one conversation. It was really neat where, you know, I've been to other, you know, um, whether it's a business outing or whatever, and different people are talking to different yeah. things, no matter who the people are at the table, you know, how, how important they are, whatever. What was even cooler is I made everyone dress sharp. I said, I want every time we go out, I don't want anybody to guess who the boss is. I said, I want, I want everyone to, to think that we're all a freaking unit and they shouldn't be able to point me out. I respect the heck out of that. That's oh, awesome. yeah. yeah. So it was, and it was really cool. Everyone, and I didn't remind him at all. I touched on it uh, when, as soon as I created the the calendar, right? And I touched on it on our Thursday Thunder meetings. And then after that, I left it alone and we had dinner Friday night. Everyone showed up dressed sharp, even the wives that came. Well, you're yeah, developing the mindset of you should be the one that's the boss. Like yeah. it should be just as easy for you to be the boss. And that's the way you should be thinking. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're essentially dental business. Well, that won't yeah. be accomplished because so. you're going to slow down. That'll be accomplished because they're going to speed right. up. Right. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, Probably one of the coolest things I've I've seen since I've been in AT&T. It's awesome. It was really neat. That is a great um, segue to use your word again into what we're talking about too, because you're talking about that guy that what's his name? Cody. Cody. Mm-hmm. He in when he was in the zone when he was living his purpose, which it sounds like he has found something he's passionate about, which is bodybuilding competition. And in that time where he's prepping for that competition, he's like very disciplined. He's very and it's probably I'm sure there's days where it's not fun, but it's not as hard to get up early in the morning when he's doing that as opposed to when he's not doing that. And to just a little bit of a challenge for some of us at the table and not judgment by any means, cause we've all been there, but I would encourage all of us at this table. And I'm saying this more so I, so I can hear myself say it later when I re-listen to this as, as, Oh, I've heard you do before and it's effective is, are we approaching our life like that? Mm-hmm. Are we approaching just our life in general to where we are really looking to fulfill our purpose and live in our passion and each day is that I have a game plan, right? Or am I just wasting days? And I'm, dude, I'm not busting your balls. Obviously, I mean, I love you, um, but I've had plenty of them. 
You know, I've had plenty of those and it's just a reminder to go. And I think that's why this um, topic has really been on my mind for a number of weeks now is because it's becoming clearer to me over the last few weeks and months of how do people, how do the, how do the exceptional people in the world get to where they are? How do the 1% and 2%, you know, get to where they are in life and stay there in a lot of times, you know, and, and then they look like they're happy. They look like they're enjoying what they're doing. And you're wondering how on earth did they get there? Number one, because it seems like it's so stressful or, or, or uh, uh, strenuous or whatever, you know, but then they, they look like they have joy and peace and energy and all these kinds of things. And it's tr- quite frankly, what I have come to find out and learn is that it's because they are living. Okay. So in my belief, I believe it's you're living in the will of God for your life. If you don't, if you don't believe that way, it's fine. You're living in your purpose. You were created for a purpose, and you're getting in that channel. And when you get in that channel, so like Cody when he's in the game, you know, or like Michael Jordan when he's, you know, at the peak of his career, Tiger Woods or whatever. And I'm talking about obviously on the course, not off the course, you know. So like, but those people that people would consider to be great, you know, Tom Brady. I know we got a big Patriots fan in here, you know, all these people that you can think of that have been presidents, that have been, you know, titans of industry, all these different folks. They did it, you know, and we could talk about the Bezos of the world and all those folks. How did they accomplish this? Well, they they found out somehow. They took the time, or they 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 maybe just worked hard enough to define where they where their sweet spot was. And what I'm what I'm feeling more than anything recently is is getting into a sweet spot. When you find that sweet spot, dude, like like take all of it you can, right? Like get going with every piece of it you can, because then you're going to be most effective. And really, what I want. For everybody out there that's listening, is I, I, and I know the rest of you at the table do too, is we want you to search for your purpose. We want you, your life, you know, we want you to search for it as if your life depends on it, because I truly believe it does, because I believe you can live a life of significance and you can be exceptional or you can just survive until it's time to die, mm-hmm. you know? And truthfully, it's going to be more fun if you find your purpose. It's going to be more fun if you're excited when your heat, when your feet hit the ground in the morning and you're excited to get up earlier and you're excited to go do what you're doing and, um, you know, line your life up with your calling, you know, line your line, like figure out how to get things in that. And I don't want to keep repeating it, but how to get them in that sweet spot, you know? Um, and I don't know, do you guys have any thoughts on that just in general before I get into some of this other stuff? Cause I know I see y'all nodding your heads, but like, what is, how does that resonate with you? I honestly think so. That resonates with me a lot. So just the person past year and a half has been, I don't even know how to say it. it. It's been easier, I think it is, late the last, th- I'll say three years. So we'll just measure a year and a half before I'm, I moved into my new position here. And before, I, or we'll say this part of the company, to when I moved to this part of the company. And I, I think as when I was a tech, I was swimming up up against the stream, or whatever yep. you want to call it, um, where it was, uh, I wasn't in a place where I was supposed to be. I, I don't think it was necessarily my my destiny, it, it paid the bills or whatever. And I think I was, it was a comfort, it wasn't even a comfort zone because it was sucked. But um, when I got into this uh, part of the company, all my personal growth seems to have stuck a lot easier. It's like, I'm here, I'm where I'm supposed to be as far as what I'm passionate about. I think if you're doing what you're passionate about, things come easier to you because you're not swimming upstream. 100%. If that makes sense. Yeah, you know, I, I found my sweet spot of what, what I'm good at. Now, whether I'm going to be with the same company doing the same thing forever. No, man. I mean, I'm, I'm probably moving around a lot. But I'm going to stay in the same type of, of arena because it's that's my sweet spot. I found what I'm good at. That's awesome. <clears throat> so I'd, I'd agree with that. Uh, one of the reasons I was shaking my head um, is is because, you know, just thinking about this, when, when you start talking about your purpose, um, and, and oh, I'm glad that you touched on, on the personal growth side of things because 
as you as you grow personally, um, and I believe you do that through through action, um, depending on what whatever it is, prayer. Uh, for me, reading books, um, you know, listening, associating with the right people, <clears throat> you start to become secure enough to spend time with yourself. Now, what? Now, let me explain what I mean by that. You don't. You're you're not afraid to be alone, and a lot of people are today. A lot of people are not mentally mature enough to cut themselves off from the outside world. Um, this is one thing that I know for sure. I don't believe this. I know this for sure. Everybody was born with a purpose inside. You have to go look for your purpose. Your purpose is inside. You're burnt. You're you're born with that purpose. But the the thing that a lot of people don't understand is your purpose is a whisper. And if you're not willing to spend time with yourself, and we've talked about this on several occasions, and I don't care what it is. I don't care if um, you you decide you want to pray, something that I like to do in the morning. Um, you know, oh, I know you've talked about meditation a lot. That's big. I mean, you look at the monks and things that they, they do, and I, I've looked at some stuff that's really interesting uh, with the way they meditate. But the reason that that stuff is so profound and so necessary in your growth and your path forward is because your purpose will whisper to you. Yep. Yeah. And most people are not mentally mature enough to get rid of the distractions because everything around you is just loud enough to distract you from that purpose. Yep. Everything. And if you can take that time and cut off and just say, what do I want? Who am I? We in a previous episode about, you know, house of cards, you know, who am I? What's important to me? Because when you start to stop and you just let your mind work on its own without all the other bullshit coming in, that's that's when you, I don't want to say you find your purpose, you identify your identify. purpose. Yeah. That's a better way of yeah. saying it. Your you purpose just, is there. Yeah, yeah, you nailed it on the head, dude. That's that's 100% right. There's, there's so many things that come with that, too. Because if you think about it, if you're not okay with yourself, um, how can someone else be? Right. If you're single, you're looking for another relationship, whatever. Um, if you're not good with yourself, you can't take care of yourself. How can you take care of someone else? Um, so that translates all the way across the board. You, if, if things are right with you, things will be right in your relationship. If things are right in your relationship, things will be right in your career or your company, whatever you want to call it. It's a balance, but it all starts with you, you know. And that trickle down, or I don't know if it's trickle down, but like it's the, the what you said oh, about working on yourself. Like it, working on yourself is not just like so I can get better at my my tasks or my skills or whatever. It's so I can love myself at a different level, you know, so I can think at a higher level or a deeper level, I guess. Um, so I can be at at, at peace just by myself so I can listen to that whisper, you know, that doesn't come with just existing and letting every distraction on earth. Cause Lord knows we got them. Oh, yeah. And I mean, we got, we just talked about some of them and we're <laughs> kind of kidding around with some of that, but it's the truth, man. There's, there's distraction. If you want to be distracted, just open your eyes. There's yeah. plenty of them out there, or but if phone. you can be disciplined or open your phone, yeah, phone, yeah. yeah. Oh, Lord. but, but if you're disciplined to, um, to read, to, to work on your mentality, if you're disciplined to, to put good stuff in, uh, then you start thinking at that level where you start like, what else can I listen to? And then I think you start hearing that voice, which we did talk about in House of Cards. Um, you start hearing that character voice that is that is telling you who you really are, what you what you're not just what you're capable of, but what direction you go. And just for clarity, because I and, and we talked about this last time too, it doesn't have to, you don't have to be in the one percent as society would see it. When I say that, I mean like the one percent of whatever you're supposed to do, right? Mm-hmm. If you're a factory worker, if you're a car salesman, if you're a line cook at a fast food joint, it doesn't matter. Like, that's not a bad thing. If that is your purpose and that is your sweet spot and that's where you're supposed to be, I think it's great. Now, if you're discontent in those environments, then that is not your purpose. 
And I think flipping burgers, man, just be the best fucking burger flipper out there. Yeah. And I I think that 2% that you're talking about is is a universal statement. 2% doesn't necessarily just mean monetary value. So there is a 2% out there that, that make a a shit ton of money and they've earned every bit of it, but there is a percentage of those 2% that are absolutely miserable. They found out a way to make really good money, but they hate what they They do. They hate their lives. Yeah. Nothing's good. There is a 2% in the purpose category that have mm-hmm. found their purpose and are at peace with themselves and understand that what they're doing on a daily basis is getting them to the end goal that they have for their life. Yeah. And they are 100% good with that. And we, we talked about the, the Mark Twain, mm-hmm. um, you know, quote about, you know, there's the, the two most significant times in a person's life are the day you're born. And then the re- the day you find out why, yep. mm. You know, that's, that's, that's huge. I love that, dude. Like, short, sweet, to the point, but it's true, it you is. know, and it's one of those things. And I don't think you find out why until you start to realize what your character is and you have the ability to sit there and, and spend some time with yourself. And people just don't do that today. People are so consumed with what everybody else is doing that they don't even know, you know, who they are. They have right. no idea who they are. And I'm, I'm just, a, a, this, this is just me personally. If you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is pick up your phone, look at social media. You are screwing the pooch right off the yep. bat. Yep. If yep. go, just try it. Just try to, for the, for the next couple weeks, wake up in the morning and set a time limit. I don't care if it's an hour, two hours, three hours, whatever it may be. Do not touch your phone. If you read a Bible verse on your phone and you have devotionals or whatever, something that's going to grow you personally, then do that. But stay away from the TV and distractions and all the bullshit out there and spend time with you first thing in the morning. I'm going to go one level deeper on that, okay? Because two weeks sounds awesome. But in reality, I know some people need to try it for one day. Yeah, that's Seriously. a good point. Yeah. Start one day. Yep. And, and I'm going to tell you why that hit me when you said that. Because I used to, some of y'all may know this. I don't know if you do. But I, I used to be a smoker. I'm not proud of that. I'm not judging anybody that is. I just used to be. And I didn't. at one point, I decided I didn't want to be anymore. And I smoked for like 10 years. Right. And, and some people tell you it's not an easy habit to break, whatever. I think I, I think it's as easy as you want it to be. But I will tell you how I did it, because people always ask me, how'd you do it? Did it cold turkey. Why? Because I made a decision I wasn't going to do it anymore. But the way that I was able to stick to that decision is because I decided that I was going to do it one day. And then when I got done with that day. I was like, I'm going to do it tomorrow, too. You know, and then day after day after day after day ended up turning into weeks and months and whatever. And I think it works. I know it works the same way with this discipline you're talking about is can I wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy? And not <laughs> had to throw that in there. Um, you know what's cool? Hold on, I, have you ever heard Tony Robbins talking about decisions? I don't think I have. So d- the the word decision comes from the Latin origin of incision, which means to cut off. Oh. Mm. So when wow. you make a decision, the whole if you make a decision and you waver, that's not a decision, no. right? You know, but if you make a decision, like you said, which we call cold turkey which is probably the best way to do it outside of the withdrawals. I don't even know what that means, by the way, but I would love to look up what the whole cold turkey thing is. Cold, is that cold, why? Because you're cold, you get the the, uh, the sweats and all that stuff? Yeah, well, yeah, cold part cold turkey from. means, yeah, you're, you're, you're done. Like, so I mean, you, I know that what it means, but I'm like, why does yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I think that's where the origin comes right, from. But, yeah. but so that, that's, what's, that's what's cool. When you said decision, it, it comes incision, incision, which means to cut off. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's that's a pretty cool correlation there. When you start to look at some of the Latin origins of words and stuff like that, you start to go, "Holy shit!" The meaning of that is so much deeper mm-hmm. than what I thought it was. For sure. And that's my articulation for the night. I appreciate that. <laughs> Very articulate. For, Wilson, you had something to say. for me. Um, well, we were talking about each individually and stuff, and and I think that uh, what started for us um, or me personally 
it was at a young age. I was actually blessed to be in a an environment that I needed to get myself away from the uh, the environment and actually start thinking for myself. And I, I, ever since I was younger, I always had people was like, "Man, you're very mature for your age, or you're you know you you I, you're an old soul in a young body, or something like that." And um, and I, I it was because of some of the environments I had to to literally get away from the environment and get to some solitude of peace. And that was, I mean, I was saved young in a young age. And most of that was just kind of talking to, to, to my heavenly father and just kind of just chatting and stuff like that. But it really got to uh, find out who I was as an individual at a younger age, because I would talk to myself or I would just talk out loud about situations and, and about how I didn't want that to happen in my life and kind of finding my purpose in life and, and I know my purpose now is, is is to help people and actually work with individuals, but it didn't it didn't happen overnight. And the people that are out there search, searching for your purpose, you know, start with that. Find out what you're all about, like what we talked about a house of cards in the last episode. Really take that to heart, and then then get some quiet time. Like literally, I see so so many people that like my own stepfather. Every time he wakes up, turns the TV on. Actually, he's got to the point where he just leaves the TV on because he doesn't want no silence. Mm. And it's like, dude, I'm I love silence. Because so, Ashley and I, when we first met, I would I would drive without no radio. She's like getting freaked out. Like I want to listen to something. And I'm like, this is the time that I, anytime I'm driving. And at that time, I didn't do a lot of driving. So I love those 30 minute segments of just nothing. Yeah. Because you have so much noise coming at you every single day. So many distractions, like we just talked about. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that, they, that these people do is what you just said. Check their social media. See what the world's about. Well, why, why don't you figure out what you're all about? You got you got to understand though. Um, I think sometimes we take for granted the growth that, that we've mm-hmm. had from reading, from, from studying um, success principles, whether it's like psychology or whatever it is, the, the way the mind works, conscious and things of that nature, um, that we assume that people should understand this stuff. But a lot, believe it or not, a lot of people suffer mm-hmm. from not being able to listen to themselves. They are scared to death to be in their own head because that's all they do is beat themselves up. They're, they're not nice to themselves. Like, and, and there's there's one thing about talking trash to yourself, challenging yourself and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you you have to love yourself. And we, we talked about oh, yeah, that. Yeah, I was just going to refer to that. Yeah, yeah, we were yeah. we were running on the stadiums and you, you were like, dude, and, and that's that's your kind of personality, you know, and I just 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 for the, the sake of, you know, the podcast here, we're we're, we're running these stadiums and and uh, and, and Wilson, um, I guess, in your own words, has slacked off a little bit. Um, here recently from a physical perspective and he was running these stadiums and like I could see it in his face like he was cussing himself and he was like don't you be complaining you 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 throw up it's your fault all oh, this is your fault you're not you know it, you you let yourself get this way and stuff like that and and one of the things I remember telling you is just remember you can beat yourself up and challenge yourself and and and, and really get after yourself while you're doing the workout but just remember when you get done and you take that drink of cold water that you say I love you dude Yep. I love you for doing that. Oh, I do that it's, every morning. But like, some hey, people baby. don't. Some, some people <laughs> don't. And I'm not saying t- some people don't tell themselves they love themselves. Some right. people like truly don't. Like right. some people cannot live in any kind of silence yep. because it is depressing for them. And I think it's that's sad. where a lot of depression comes. I'm not a psychologist. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to yeah. <laughs> diagnose people. But I believe that's where a lot of depression comes from. A lot of people can't be by themselves because when they get in their own head, there's a lot of darkness there. Yep. For and sure. I think I think an effect of that what you were talking about is more or less just having ownership of your life, you know, yeah. and, and making that this as your primary goal of life. This is your life you're living, y'all. Yeah. And it's not anybody else's life. You, nobody's going to come in 
wave a magic fairy wand and say, hey, here you go, you can have what you want, or, or you rub the lamp and a, and a genie comes out and says, you can have whatever you want. You can have whatever you want. You have control of it. You just well, got to make genie. a decision. You ain't no genie. Yeah, it you're ain't going to be by and a genie. your wife yeah, rubs you're the, the lamp. Genie. Yeah. Huh? You better rub your own lamp. Yeah, you, you need to rub your own lamp. That's what I'm, I was trying to Wait say. Minute, don't like, take that wrong. My thoughts were don't, don't rub your own lamp too much. Somebody's not going to hand it to you. Somebody's not going to hand it to you. And if you get blessed to have it handed to you, hopefully you remember everybody else who needs help too. But the fact is, it, it is in your control. It is in your purpose to find out what your life is all about. And I love that you brought this stuff up. So it's pretty cool. Well, it's it, it's coming up, you know, without me trying to search for something. Um. I'm ecstatic because honestly, this is something that uh, for most of my life I've been pursuing in some form or fashion, consciously or subconsciously, um, you know, try, chasing success or, or whatever that may be. And that's a different definition for everybody. But um, certainly f- for me personally, there's a financial side of that, but not with uh, w- with proper intentions, I believe. Uh, but there's also just a peace and a joy that you, that you're looking for. And, you know, I, I really do. I mean, you know, everything that we're saying here, you know, there's just if you're if you're just not feeling that if you're if you're wondering like you were talking about um people depression and they can't be alone with themselves and i think that I, as you're saying that i'm realizing like you're right man there's some there's some areas where maybe there's already some sadness or some darkness that's there and then when they do get alone it just gets compounded and then you're in your own head you're in your own thoughts and the only thoughts that are in there are not winning mm-hmm. you know you're not winning and so you're you're and you're but you're wanting to i have to believe that as a human you're wanting to but you haven't found that thing um emboldens you you haven't found that thing that makes you want to go after something and so maybe at a certain point you go it's not there it's not there and so my i mean my encouragement as we're even talking through this is like don't get to that point you know whatever whatever it is if you're not feeling it now like do whatever you got to do to start feeling it well and, and let's be honest Kim, that's a, that's a great point, um, I, and I think a lot of the reason that people get to that point is because they talk to themselves a lot, and that's all they do is talk, mm-hmm. and they never act mm. on anything. Yeah. Um, and one it's one of the biggest free. things, yeah, and that, that's that's what's really detrimental when you start to talk about stuff and you never act on anything that you talk about. It's that sponge mentality, right? Like you can soak up all this crap, but if you don't if you don't become a conduit or squeeze that sponge out, it gets moldy and. And then, and then you start to like look at your life and go, you know, oh my God, you know, bah humbug kind of thing, you know. But I think that's why, that's why I'm a big, big, big proponent of work ethic, and I'm a big proponent of uh, of working out because I believe that people that that suffer from depression have the most to gain from a workout regimen. I'm talking about physically picking up weights, running, whatever it may be, because there is a certain level of uh, satisfaction from exhaustion. When you, when you go to bed knowing you're going to bed on empty, you've earned that pillow that you're about to put your head on, you, you, it's, it's hard to be depressed right? because you tend to lay down and you go, man, I'll tell you what, I did this today. I did this today. I did this today. Man, this morning I woke up, I went through my routine. I had my silent time. I read, I did all this. Like you tend to throw both your hands behind your head and lay back on the pillow and smile. I'll be honest. If, if you did all that, you'd probably sleep before you even get to the end of your list. Oh, Absolutely, right. you don't have time to be. You wouldn't have to. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, that's where anxiety in. comes you go to in. Sleep early and you wake up fresh. If you yeah. don't, if you don't expend that energy, that's where anxiety comes in. I was I was reading something about raising boys, and and they were saying if you're not making your kids sweat on a daily basis, and it's not like hey get out there let's do some jumping jacks kind of thing, but if you're not expending that energy, anxiety sets in. Yeah. When anxiety sets in, depression's not far behind it. 
Yeah. And that's how that stuff progresses. You have to get that energy out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got a golden retriever that's a great, great oh example. Gosh. Oh my god! If so I don't generous. run that dog, he, he's going nuts, and he he like wears me out. He beats the door down. If he sees me put on gym shorts, like he's on my lap. Like, what are we doing? What are we going? What are we doing? Where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we going? I'm trying to get Wilson to that state. I was going to say, I got to have Wilson's a tennis ball. <laughs> no, I got to have a tennis ball for Wilson. But I'm going to get it to where when I put gym shorts on, he's going to be like, let's go, let's go. Let's no, go. I need somebody just to come in and go, all right, let's go. Yeah, just come, just get, just come and get me. Let's go. You know. I just think it's funny Wilson would be watching you put gym shorts on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, strange. Uh, How does that, yeah, be doing no, that? No. that was one time, guys. <laughs> I was, uh, was going to piggyback on what you were talking about with the, uh, the sponge. The first thing that comes to mind with uh, somebody – who laid this out for me very vividly uh, as an analogy of what, um, like we're always talking about improving ourselves and doing something great and putting good in and and continue to to self-develop. But if you're not practicing this or applying it with other people, and I think that's where most people, uh, I, I believe personally, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong or whatnot, but I still believe it, is that we're built to help others. I don't know if selfish gains or our own self, right? So whenever we take in all of this, you know, self-help books, if you want to call it that, or, 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 or this discipline of just reading on a day-to-day basis to better ourselves, if we're not giving that back to somewhere, you're missing a lot of your God-given purpose. I think that we're here to actually give back to other people. And, and uh, the best analogy that I've always heard was really good. It was the, the, the Dead Sea, you know, the Sea mm-hmm. of Galilee is right above it and it flows straight down, but there's no outlet. Well, the Dead Sea is there's no outlet. There's so much just nutrition and everything there but it's so condensed or whatnot that nothing can live in it there's just so much salt so much whatever and if it just had an outlet Mm -hmm. it would actually be thriving environment thriving uh ecosystem if you will and i think that in our own minds that we have to get to that point to where we get we have an outlet and and that's what i think cam is is what what this is all about is finding your purpose to have that outlet to give it out to where you how can you give if you don't even know what's in you, you know, or like what, how you, in what uh, way you're supposed to give, Mm -hmm. you know, and that can take a lot of different shapes and forms and everything else, you know, and, and kind of brings me to something I wanted to mention, because this is a saying that I used to struggle with a lot and didn't really agree with a lot, but you guys know the old saying about like, find something that you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Oh yeah. Like there's been a mentality of mine throughout the years where I've been like, that's bullshit. You know, like you're, you still got to grind. You're going to work hard. There's going to be days you hate it. And da, 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 da. I don't think I've fully understood that statement until probably a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like I actually fully understand it. And I probably 10 years from now, I'll probably understand it even deeper. But the truth is if it's, and when I, it's something that you love, it, it's your purpose. It's your sweet spot. As we've been saying, like when you find that, then it really isn't a grind. It really isn't. You really won't feel like you are working a day in your life. And you might be working harder than anybody else around you. That's why some people, and myself included, have looked at people before. I've been in situations in business environments before, and I'd be like, I can't work any harder than what I'm doing. It's not possible. It wasn't, and I, I, listen, anybody that knows me knows that was not me making excuses. I was working my ass off. Mm -hmm. And I could not, I, I don't like to say I couldn't or I can, or we don't even like to use those words. But if there were anybody in the world working harder than me, there was one or two dudes, Right. right? So, it became frustrating, you know, and you get, you get the anxiety and you get the, you get pissed off. And if you're a competitive person like me, you start to like, there's some doubt comes in there. You're like, what the heck is going on? Well, the truth of the matter is it wasn't that that particular environment 
was moving towards my purpose, but it wasn't specifically my purpose, right? Whereas the people I was comparing myself to, which is a dumb thing to do anyways, just like we were talking about earlier with you comparing yourself to JP, you shouldn't because he's done this a lot more at a lot higher level on the physical aspect than you have, Wilson. I don't compare myself to him because I'm competitive too, and I'll pass out and die just like you would, you know? (laughs) Um, My whole goal was not to get lapped three times. I'm like, I can't do this. No, you can't. My goal was to make sure you didn't tumble down those bleachers. (laughs) There's a couple times. You were headstrong enough that you were not going to stop. There was no no stopping in him. He was was like, you know what? I'll pass out and and have skid marks on my forehead (laughs) before, you know. And probably a couple other places too. But I love, look, I I want to jump in there real quick with what you said because I've struggled with that statement as well. I've always been a grinder. I've always been like, look, dude, you can sit back and complain and talk about I only make, you know, whatever I make or I'm doing this or whatever, but I love what I do and stuff. And if you're not being a producer in society that, you know, I've I've always struggled with that. Uh, but for me personally, I, I agree with you 100%. I've, the clarity of that has started to come into focus here mm-hmm. recently. Mm-hmm. Flick the lens. Yep. Um, so, and, and this is the thing. And this, and what's great about this is how this builds off the previous episode that, that uh, mm-hmm. we had with the, the House of Cards because – we we created that that um, I, I guess roadmap. Uh, will you by by talking about creating that mission statement? You know, because if you start, if you sit down, and spend some time with yourself, and you start to go, you know, what do I truly care about? Because everybody cares about things that are different. Everybody has a different purpose in their life, and and, and your purpose might not be to be you know the president of the United States or whatever it may be, but. But if you start to write that stuff down and you start to create that mission statement, you start to find out what you truly care about and what's important to you, you will identify what your purpose is. Because if you don't go after things that you truly care about, that tug at your heartstrings, and I think strong men cry, and I think if you truly identify your purpose, that that tears will come to your eyes. And we, we've talked about that yep. with the why. When you truly know your why, or you truly know your purpose, if 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 it if you don't shed a tear, then then you, you probably haven't found it yet. Yep. Or you yep. probably haven't identified it. I don't want to say found, but I I, I that's that's really cool that you brought that up because I've struggled with that myself. I know we like to plug books on here, and I'm a you just made me think of another. Start with Why by Simon Sinek. Oh, Great, so fantastic cool. book. I'm not even having anything to talk about with it, but just. It, he's kind of talking about from a company perspective, but I think even as a life perspective, you could start with why, start with your purpose. And when you start your life, when you focus your life around your why, the rest of it will come together and it'll be a hundred times more effective. So um, any other thoughts? I'm going to get get into some wrapping up things here, but I'm wide open. Anything else you guys want to add? Oh, Wilson. Man, that, that, this is good. I, I, I'm, I'm pumped that you're, you're doing this, but it starts with, you know, finding yourself and taking that time. Like, so if you're a listener and you're like, well, that sounds stupid or lame or whatever, just, just try it one day. Like what Cam was talking about. Just give it a day. One day could change your entire life. If you just do one day after another good day. What, what was that saying that it was, uh, we always heard, you know, it's just a string those d- days together and you make a good year or whatever. Yeah. I forget the, the actual term, but I mean, that's all it takes is that one, step forward in the right direction and just watch the momentum go like a snowball down and up. Yeah. I was just going to talk about that. You know, start building the momentum now to be able to find that sweet spot. Cause it's not just going to pop out of the bushes and go, here I am. You know, you have to take that time to figure out who you are. You have to take that time in the morning to, or at night or however your, your life is built, you know, figure out that time where you can meditate or pray or whatever, however you're built, figure out who you are, figure out what you're looking for. You know, build your own mission statement, dude. Um, you know, if you are married, um, you know, the, I think a big thing is too is with the personal growth. Something I saw early on was that I was outgrowing 
my wife. We were growing at different rates. You know, that's okay. Yep. You know, don't, don't push that. And if you're the wife, don't push it on your husband. You know, you set that example. Um, guys, obviously we're here to, to, to talk to you and, and for you to set that example. Um, but it's definitely okay to out, to, to grow at different rates than, than your loved one. Um, but set the example for the other person. Cause I promise you, if you yell at them and tell them they need to read a book, they ain't reading a damn book. Right. You know, but if you're reading the book and they keep seeing you consistently do that, not only are you going to grow yourself even more, but they're going to be like, shit, man, they're going to start cracking a book. Cause they're, I mean, some of the stuff he's, he's saying, or he's, he's changing, they're going to see those changes and they're going to int- implement that themselves naturally. And they're going to get more out of it because they're reading it because they want to, not because they think they should, because you told them they should. Absolutely. You know? mm-hmm. And, and I'll tell that's a huge deal. Um, and I, you know, a little off topic, but not, but we've got a lot of, uh, male and female listeners. If you look at our numbers, it's about 50, 50, yep. yeah. you know, uh, which I think is, is awesome. I mean, honestly, <laughs> you didn't really expect that when no. we went into this, but um, I think it's really cool. And so I know for a fact that there are relationships where the woman is uh, maybe on a stronger personal development plan than the man is. And I know for a fact that the man might be. Um, but the best thing that you could do is just keep leading. Just keep being an example. Just keep showing and, and loving the other person uh, for where they're at. And again, not causing tension. Just say, hey, I'm I'm pursuing my, you know, my whisper. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep looking inward. And I'm going to keep getting better. And I love you, and I know you will eventually too. So, uh, awesome. Yeah, go ahead, JP. Just just before you close, I wanna I wanna create a little bit of clarity to what to what I was saying because I believe I believe the the whisper uh, understanding that your purpose will whisper to you. Um, so you need to take that time. Um, but that does not mean to live a life of isolation. Oh, I yeah. think I think at oh, times yeah. people mm-hmm. live in an echo chamber. <laughs> um, and and this is people tend to uh, people t- tend to create themselves out of what they know. Um, so if you have a limited view and you, you live an isolated life, you're going to create your character and who you are based off of what you see. Um, so with, with saying that, spend time alone, listen to that whisper, um, you know, do the, the meditation prayer, whatever it is, but live life. When you have opportunities to experience things, go experience things. There's going to be some stuff out there that you were like, I will never do that again, ever do it again. And, and, and that's fine. But you realize that that's that's one step closer to who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, oh, I'm sure that there was a certain level of clarity when you went skydiving. Like there was a certain point in time, like there's, you can't get that standing on the ground. No, no, it, it hit me right as we fell out of the plane. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine so. Yeah. But that's what pretty I'm clear. saying. Pretty Those clear. experiences are important because right. they create that. Mm-hmm. And that clarity is what starts to really identify your purpose in life. So go experience life. Like you spend the time alone. You spend the time meditating, but don't live your life meditating. Don't live your life isolated. Live life. So here's something to think about. Like if everybody has that whisper in them, if it's a whisper then chance, and it's in you, then chances are you're the only one that's going to hear it. Mm-hmm. Or they, maybe even the only one that can hear it. So to your point, if, if I need to create the environment for me to hear that whisper, then maybe my purpose is to shout those words from the mountain. Right? Now I'm fulfilling the circle of what's going on. And if I'm living in my purpose, I'm creating and I'm adding value to everything else around me because they would have never heard that. It's a great one. So as we wrap up here, I just, just some encouraging words to those of you that are listening. Make moves to listen to the whisper, which, which is your calling, which is your purpose. Start by not looking at your phone for the first hour of the day. Start tomorrow. Then do it again the next day. Then do it again the next day. Right? Ask yourself. This is just point three, if you're keeping track. Letter three. <laughs> Ask Letter yourself. Next. No, no, number next. <laughs> number next. Ask yourself, 
if you're being energized by what you're pursuing. Ask yourself if there's joy in your life, if there's peace in your life, and understand that there is prosperity in your purpose, financially and otherwise, not just financially, and otherwise is just as important. So that is our thoughts today. I know it has added some value. We're pumped about you listening to this more than once and um, getting what you can out of it. We hope that we have done our part to take our whisper and turn it into a shout from the mountains. And we encourage you to go to our social media. We encourage you to uh, track us through all that stuff, through the Facebooks and Instagrams. And one other thing I will ask is to start following us on Spotify. You can follow us on Spotify. You can follow us on SoundCloud. I'm sure you can follow us on Stitcher. Follow us wherever you can follow us because the more that you do that, number one, you're going to get direct notification when the next episode's coming out. It's going to pop up and tell you, hey, it's ready to rock. You can go listen right now. Uh, number two, it helps us gain traction as a movement, um, which will impact your your kids' kids, okay, um, just to be quite frank. Uh, secondly, go check out the website, shepherdsof.men. Lots of great stuff there. The gear is on there. Um, join the join button. You're going to get access to some different things like our, our book list, uh, upcoming events. Uh, again, notifications of new episodes coming out and all that good stuff. So as we always say, be a part of the movement. Don't just listen, act pursue your purpose, be a part of what you want to do in your life. As I like to say, don't be a pussy, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>